everybody. This is Stephanie Krupsack with the Pierbont Living Podcast, Things You Should Know. With me today, I have Jenna Meyer here at the Glass Pantry in Walker's Point, Milwaukee. So thanks so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. So Jenna Meyer is the owner of the Glass Pantry, a zero-waste and package-free bulk food store in Walker's Point in Milwaukee. She aims to make mindful and sustainable living convenient and fun. So let's get started. You can kind of see that we have the lovely background here with all the bulk food items. Here we are. <laughs> this is the shop. <laughs> yeah. So we'll probably do a walk around when we finish too. We can kind of show you what, what she all has in store here. So let's start about how we first met. Yes. I think initially I messaged about being on the podcast like quite some time okay. ago. Yeah. So maybe yes. a year and a half ago. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then things were just kind of went haywire mm-hmm. um, and nobody was this close <laughs> to each other for an entire year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... March of 2020 was when, literally when we planned to open the shop. Like That's so crazy. Could not be worse timing, but mm-hmm. honestly, it worked out great. So we were planning to open the shop um, that spring and plans changed a little bit. So we started with like just delivery, um, curbside pickup out front, um, in-store pickup, stuff like that for several months. And it was great. Like the community really showed up even for like, you know, it's hard to do package free items for delivery, but we got to pack everything in like paper bags and compostable bags and, um, glass jars. And that totally worked out. Um, and then in July we opened the storefront. And so we've been open for almost a year now. That's very great. That went by so fast. (laughs) I know it's been like the longest and shortest year somehow. I don't, I don't know how that works, but <laughs> yeah, I think we, we all feel that a little yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah. I think that I probably messaged you. It might've even been like really early in 20 or the fall before. Cause probably. I started the podcast in November of 19. So I think you were still in process of setting up Yeah, and you're like, I'm super busy right now. So I'm like, I totally understand. So <laughs> yeah. And at that point yeah. I was so like, when you're creating something, but you like haven't done it yet you're so like, what could I possibly have to say? Like, oh. I'm not like I'm not an expert in this yet. I haven't even done this job yet. I'm just like planning it. So I totally was like so nervous about really talking to anyone about it yet because I thought it would like, I don't know, I felt like it would jinx it or something. Like, well, what if it really doesn't happen or something? Because I was planning to open, but I hadn't yet, you know? So mm-hmm. I was like, what do I even talk about? Like, I don't, I don't even know exactly what we'll be selling and stuff like that. So I, I don't know. I was kind of shy about it for a little while, but now I, I could talk about this all day. So, so well, perfect. <laughs> yeah. So perfect timing. Good timing. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about your background in eco living. Yeah. So I kind of, I feel like I was mostly introduced like to eco living. I went vegan about 10 years ago. Um, and that was kind of when I first started like seeing things a little differently in the world that we had maybe taken for granted how things were done. Um, and from there, you know, this was about the time when a lot of information was coming out about like garbage and plastic and how it's all still here and how you can't really throw anything like quote unquote away. And, um, it's just, it just started to get more mainstream and, I don't know. The more I learned, the more I was like, how did you like, how could we not know? Like, what what are we doing? This isn't sustainable. Like, 
even in my own house, I'm like, look at all this garbage and I'm just one person. Um, so for me, it was just kind of a personal journey for like the last decade of, you know, just trying to do better, trying to support more local businesses, trying to reduce my waste, trying to just like learn more, do what I can. Um, and then two, almost three years now ago now I have my son and that was kind of just like where everything clicked where I'm like, okay, it's not just about me anymore. I'm setting an example for this little person, mm-hmm. not only of living sustainably, but um, just following your heart, doing what you love, following your passions, things like that. So everything kind of coincided then into like opening this shop. Um, and around that time too, I was a stay-at-home mom with him for the first few years. And that was like, I really dove in to like sustainable living. Cause I was just like, you know what? I have time now. I can buy everything in bulk. I can grow some food. I can, (laughs) um, compost. Like I can do all these things that I've always wanted to do, but like, Oh, I always had a job and I didn't have time, you know? Um, yeah. And the more I got into sustainable living, the more I was like, I just want this to be slightly easier. (laughs) I I don't know. I was like driving around all over town. I'm like going to three different stores, just trying to buy food in bulk, which was like my main thing. I was like, if I could just get things in bulk, I could reduce my household waste so much. Um, driving all over town. And I was like, I, this isn't sustainable for me. And I'm a stay at home parent. Like I have the time to do it. Like who, how could this be sustainable for anybody else with like jobs and families and hobbies and all these things in their life. Like, how does this fit into your life without you just being miserable? Mm -hmm. Um, so I just kept coming back to this fact that I wish it was like a little bit easier and more convenient to like live in line with your values. Um, and I saw that around the world and then around the U S more recently, these like bulk shops were opening that had food and also like personal care items, household cleaners, stuff like that. And I was like, okay, we're going to get one. We're going to get one. Someone's going to open one here and make my life so much easier. And that just wasn't happening. Um, and one day it just kind of clicked that, um, oh, I think it's supposed to be me. <laughs> so that's how I started the journey to this place. Yeah. And I think that going sustainable in your life can be overwhelming and intimidating if, yeah, it's very inconvenient. I think that's probably why a lot of people don't do it. It's not because they don't care. They just, yeah, maybe don't have the time to be as efficient about it. Or um, even one thing I want to mention too with the bulk food, I like that you don't have plastic bags in here. You have like jars you can reuse and things. So that's yeah. great too. Cause like you see a bulk food section and oh, a plastic bag. So what's worse? A sealed plastic bag or a new plastic bag. So I feel like that. (laughs) So it's really nice that you have the refillable jars here and everything, but that you have many options in your shop for everything from food to, you know, laundry detergent in glass jars that you can shovel out into a new jar. I mean, I just think that you can start small and maybe pick one area of your home to start with first, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was the whole goal. And that was a lot of my pet peeves about bulk sections too, is either you couldn't bring your own containers or they only had plastic bags. And I'm like, we're trying so hard. And I understand that the point of the bulk section was also like to get the quantity that you want. It wasn't mm-hmm. always like just to reduce waste, but I'm like, I just want like a little paper bag. Yeah. <laughs> or paper bag too. Yeah. yeah. Um, or you'd go to a store and 
you'd bring all your containers and they'd be like, oh, you can't use those. I'm like, last time I could, like <laughs> the um, rules change all the time. Okay. And so it'd just be like, I don't know, cumbersome or confusing and mm -hmm. the poor employees that I would always cancel. <laughs> <laughs> that would be frustrating. <laughs> yeah. So here, do you kind of weigh the jars first before they fill it with the items? You subtract the weight yep. of the jar. Okay. Yeah, so we'll tear sense. your containers when you bring them in. Mm -hmm. um, so you can bring containers here, but you don't have to. Like we do have paper bags of all different sizes. We have donated jars that we sanitize that people mm -hmm. are welcome to use. Um, but you're also welcome to bring anything you want. People mm -hmm. bring Tupperware, jars, Ziploc bags, mm -hmm. anything really. Um, anything works. Yep. Perfect. That's good. <laughs> so it is definitely zero waste. Yeah. <laughs> so what, um, or I, I guess I should ask, what is there like the, the main experience or kind of what led you on the path you're on today? Is like one particular changing point in your life or is it just kind of a combination of things? I think for me, it was a combination of things. I'm always like a gradual change type of person. I think a lot of us are. I think a lot of people would like to say like, there was this event and I totally changed my life and like overhauled all my <laughs> habits and like became the person I always wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And while that's super inspiring, I don't think it's totally practical, like as, um, like a model for, you know, other people to follow. Like, it's kind of intimidating to just be like, oh, I'm supposed to, once I know this, I'm supposed to like, yeah, overhaul all my habits and just be this ideal person that like I want to be. And that's just not always possible. I think gradual change is totally admirable and mm -hmm. doable for most people. I'm like, we're told all the time that you can't change habits overnight, you know, just that's true. so for me, I mean, I would just pick one thing. Um, and a lot of things didn't stick like, and that's okay. Um, mm -hmm. I tried making all my own stuff like cleaners and laundry detergents, stuff like that. I did not like it. Um, some food I like to make, like I like to make my own veggie broth and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I can do it with my kid. It's easy. Um, but a lot of stuff I don't like to DIY. <laughs> I learned that <laughs> on my journey. Um, but that's great. Like to learn about yourself, like, okay, well, I love to do these things myself and these things I'd love to support like a sustainable or local business mm -hmm. who makes them. Yeah. So yeah, for me, it was definitely just a gradual process. The more I learn, the better I get. And I hope that's just like a lifelong thing. Definitely. Yeah. And I think studies show too, that if you try to do too many changes at one time, you won't stick to them anyway. It's kind of like a new year's resolution that if you <laughs> make it too extravagant or too tough to make that it'll just be impossible to maintain. Yeah. It and it's discouraging. Mm -hmm. Like, cause you feel like, Oh, I, you know, I failed at this. It must not really be like something I really want to do when it totally could be, but you're just trying to do too much at once. And, yeah. um, it's not as exciting to just be like, okay, I'm going to cut out like one thing this month, you know, I'm gonna change my toothpaste or something like that. But when you look back, it's awesome to mm -hmm. like see everything that's changed. But when you do yeah. gradually <laughs> change too, it's hard because you sort of forget how far you've come. Cause like the goal of gradually changing your habits is to make them so that you don't have to think about them all the time, right? You mm -hmm. make them habits. But when things are habits, you kind of forget about them. So like for me, for instance, kind of lately, I've been like, I feel like I'm not as into like sustainable living as I used to. And then I had to think like, 
no, it's just a lot easier for me now. <laughs> I've made habits out of all these yeah. things. I can get so much in bulk. Like mm-hmm. I don't think about like, um, the laundry detergent pails I'm not using anymore, the coffee bags yep. or like candy wrappers or all these things mm-hmm. because they're not in my house. They're like out of sight, out of mind. So yeah. like you forget how far you've come. Mm-hmm. So it's important to look back and be like, wow, like I have made a lot of changes and I am really proud of myself. Yeah. Maybe something to do is like a yearly assessment, a yearly eco yeah. assessment and see how are we doing? Yes. A hundred percent. Like, because if you're not yeah. celebrating the wins, like it's not going to be an enjoyable journey for you. That's true. And if it's not enjoyable, you won't stick to it. So it's definitely important to look back and pat yourself on the back a little bit. <laughs> definitely. And it's so fun too that you support so many local makers that mm-hmm. you're not only helping your environment, you're helping yourself and, you know, other small businesses. So it's kind of like a multi, yes. <laughs> multi-faceted, yeah. all things good. <laughs> yeah. The community aspect yeah. is really important to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Definitely. Very cool. I know for me, I think I probably started with the reusable totes. There's a company I really like, um, no, no sponsorship affiliation, but they're called EnviroSacks and they have the most beautiful designs. And honest to God, I've had some of these bags since college. So long time ago. Yeah. And um, you can throw them in the wash and they're great. And so I probably say that's the first time. I guess what I'm really trying to focus on now is like while in the grocery store, don't buy pre-packaged, pre-cut stuff. I'm trying to buy just stuff tied together with a twist tie or something, you know, mm-hmm. from the produce market. Um I have been seeing, though, that some produce that are organic have, like, um, compostable kind of containers they're in, which are nice to okay. see instead of just plastic. Mm-hmm. But it's still in plastic wrapper. So I'm hoping yeah. that those become – because I know they can make some out of cornstarch and algae and different things that look like plastic, but yep. they're People are getting very creative, yes. <laughs> yeah, or even, like, mushrooms. I think they make some of the styrofoam-looking parts. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so that's And that's a great thing about, mm-hmm. like, supporting your local farmers and stuff, too, um, that you can just be like, can you just throw it all in a paper bag? Yeah. And yep. farmers are like, whatever you want. Absolutely. <laughs> like I'll do, yeah, yeah I'll throw mm-hmm. any, whatever container you want. <laughs> exactly. So you said that you kind of started doing things at home and you're trying to make a better future for your son. And what would you say is your first kind of eco initiative that you did in the house to kind of make things better? So I did the trash audit Okay. where you kind of like, wait till your garbage is full and then you dump it out and see what it is. (laughs) Um, and that really helped me identify like what, I don't want to call them problem areas, but like things that we repeatedly buy. And a lot of it was like food packaging. Um, Mm -hmm. we did it with recycling too. So like shampoo bottles and then just like household cleaner type stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. like the laundry detergent, um, countertop cleaners, stuff like that. And so, that was really helpful to be like, okay, now I have a place to start. And I think that's really important instead of being like, oh, there's all these like eco-friendly items out there. I'm just going to go buy them all and like, (laughs) it'll be great. But not everything applies to your life. Like I didn't have a lot of like, I don't know, makeup items or clothing tags or Mm -hmm. stuff that like maybe other people might have. Um, like everyone's lifestyle is different. So if you're going out and buying a bunch of new items, but they're not helpful to you, like mm-hmm. they're not even replacing things that you currently use, like it's not going to be helpful. So true. I definitely suggest doing the trash audit and just seeing where you're at. Um, but for me, I could be like, oh, easy. Like I don't have to buy lettuce in a plastic bag, you know, mm-hmm. like, okay, I'll start with that. Right. Or like, maybe I'll just throw the apples in my cart instead of putting in them 
in a bag, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, for me, that was the best place to start because they were like easy swaps. Um, they related directly to my life, particularly because it was Mm -hmm. my trash I went through. Um, and yeah, you just watch the garbage get less and less full and it's awesome. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, there, it wanes like some months we have more garbage, some months we have less and, um, just give ourselves grace on the times that (laughs) we're too busy. Mm -hmm. No, that makes sense. And you can kind of see clearly yeah, how much you're using and maybe you're improving by you have one more week of garbage space or something per right, month. Exactly, or, exactly. Yeah, by using less. Um, yeah, that's a great um, advice too to add your produce right to the cart. Um, one thing I noticed they did in Mexico, which I loved, these beautiful like markets like this or they'd have you know produce. They had these really pretty wicker baskets. You just put on your arm and you go shopping and you feel – something feels – better to me about putting your apples and lettuce right in a wicker basket than like a plastic. Yeah, 100%. You know? So maybe a little tip for grocery stores. That might be something yeah. to add because it just feels like you're more at a fresh farmer's market. And then, you know, because mm-hmm. if you're putting, maybe they just sprayed the lettuce with water and it's a little bit damp. And I just feel like putting it in a basket feels better to me than, yeah, a plastic basket. Yeah. <laughs> so, and like you really but, connect to your food more when it's a good experience buying it. Mm-hmm. Like when it doesn't feel like a chore and yep. when you look forward to it and mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're more connected to it in these really simple yeah. ways, like a different type of basket or something like that. It gets you like into the moment a little bit more mm-hmm. and out of like the chaos in your mind where like we grocery shop all the time. Yeah. We don't really think about it. It's a mm-hmm. chore. We have to get it done. But when you do these little things that connect you to the food, when you're like, oh, look, this didn't come in a package or like, oh, this is from a local farm mm-hmm. or like I chose this with care or intention. Like yep. it makes a big difference, mm-hmm. not only in that experience, but when you cook with it, when you feed it to your family, like yeah. even, the energy of the yeah, food. Yeah, <laughs> like eating that food yeah. becomes a different experience. Mm-hmm. Um, it changes your life to change your experiences a little bit like that. And if you can do that with just little pieces of your life, like it all adds up and it just, mm-hmm. you feel better. <laughs> Yeah. And I think, um, I like what you said about being intentional and I'm maybe other end of the spectrum where I'm like, I love grocery stores, especially in foreign countries. It's like one of my, like, it's like going to a museum for me because it's so interesting. I like to see what they have and what's different, but being intentional about what you buy. And, um, they say too, that if you shop more frequently and buy less, you, you waste less because you know exactly what you're cooking. So maybe there's 10 ingredients for a recipe, buy just those that day. And Mm -hmm. then, so you're not buying in, in bulk or too much of, you know, what you might not use. Um, dry ingredients is different, but like fresh, I guess, produce, I guess I'm kind of more so saying. Yeah. I noticed <laughs> that a lot during this last year when I was like going from shopping several times a week mm-hmm. to shopping like twice a month. Cause you're like, okay, I have to get in and get out and like yeah, get all my stuff. Not- and I was like, this sucks. Like this is not fun. <laughs> like I want to go to the farmer's market mm-hmm. and just like browse, you know, like yeah, and, talk to the growers. Right. Or, yep. And mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, it was a bummer. I, I like shopping more often, like, mm-hmm. and moving slowly and yeah, talking to people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like excited to have that back. Yeah, definitely. So <laughs> we're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you want people to take away from your efforts? Um, yeah, I think I just want it to be easier. 
I want it to be easier to live in line with our values and our ethics. I want it to be enjoyable. And I want to create a place where you can be intentional with your choices, even though they might seem just like everyday items, you know, Mm -hmm. like, Maybe people didn't get excited about their glass cleaner before, but like <laughs> I, I think I told you it's like my favorite. They, she has a cleaner yeah. here from a local. Um, what is the company's name? Viren Apothecary. Viren Apothecary. Yeah. The the peach or no a pear? It's pear. Probably white tea and pear. Yes. She has such nice scents. <laughs> it's so good, oh, and they're so clean and just so lovely. But like. Even things like cleaning your house can be like such a beautiful intentional activity. Mm -hmm. And the same way you can connect with your food, you can be like, oh, this, you know, these cleaning products came from a small company. They, Mm -hmm. you know, are cleanly made. I don't have to worry about the ingredients. I supported Mm -hmm. a small business and that person's family. And like even cleaning your house becomes this like beautiful act. And I just want to help people slow down and connect to things like it almost feels like reducing waste is just a lovely byproduct. <laughs> but I really believe yeah. that sustainable living is more about the connection to what what you're doing in mm-hmm. your life than it is about the outcome. Like yeah. Being intentional, being present, being being there for whatever you're doing is the key cuz then you're just going to whatever good you do is just the outcome of that. Like Mm -hmm. be in the moment, be intentional with what you, what you do and what you buy and you're going to do good in the world. You just, you won't be able to help it. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a ripple effect. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it's just, yeah, being intentional, buying the good things and then your body will be healthier in turn. You're not using Mm -hmm. products that have endocrine disruptors and things like that, where if you're using this amazing um, pear cleaner, I joke it makes cleaning fun because it smells yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah. So I think I've got a few friends hooked on it too. It's, it's just, yeah, it just makes it pleasant. It's like your, it's like aromatherapy almost in yes. a way too. I don't know, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was talking to my mom about this the other day about how she was looking in a spice cabinet or something. And she's mm-hmm. like, man, she's looking at all these spices that I thought were spices, you know, like, but they're all filled with chemicals or corn syrup or all these things. And mm-hmm. it's just like, oh man, like, I don't even know if you slowly start to replace those things with like organic fresh yeah. herbs and seasonings mm-hmm. like just one thing at a time and life will improve really <laughs> yeah reading labels can get intense um yeah. I kind of enjoy that too in the store but, but yeah like your spices even cleaning them so you can see all of them put them out yeah. put them on your counter lined up so you can mm-hmm. use them and see them and yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and buy as much as you need, you know, like mm-hmm. we all end up with these spices from like eight years ago that we needed half a taste. In their shelf of. life is yeah. not. Yeah. What spices do you have here? Some of your favorites? Oh, um, I really like the blends. Okay. Like I'm really liking like the lemon pepper um, Ooh, okay. and like the Cajun seasonings. Mm-hmm. Um, I love garlic salt, the Ceylon cinnamon I love. Very nice. So you can come in and just take what you need. Cause yeah, sometimes yeah. like yeah, if it's a spice you don't use very often, you yeah. don't want a big jar of it because, yeah, the shelf life is kind of shorter right. than people think. Like um, if you need a teaspoon, you're yeah. never going to use it again. Get a teaspoon. <laughs> yeah, and you could. You could put it in a plastic yep. bag or yep. paper bag, sorry, yep. or, yeah, a little jar bring in. So, Anything, yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Just get small amounts. I like that. Yeah, and then you know that they're clean too because that can be another thing too. Where are they coming right. from? Where are they sourced? Um, right, mm-hmm. they're fresh, they're organic. Yep. Um, we get comments a lot that people are just like, oh my gosh, these are the freshest seasonings. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, that's the goal. Good. Well, I am going shopping after, so. Uh, <laughs> we'll hook you up. <laughs> um, so we, you kind of talked about this already, about um, how your work impacts the environment and society, kind of like that ripple effect. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, what is your long-term goal with your shop? And do you ever see yourself expanding or um, just to kind of spread more good of what you're doing? It's so funny because, like, I really – Right. I have no idea. Like I really don't right now see myself expanding. So I'm just like mm-hmm. so happy in my little space on my corner. Like mm-hmm. I just love coming here every day and I've never been good at like <laughs> looking forward too far. Like <laughs> I don't know what the plan is. Um, right now I'm just really happy to grow in our space. Um, we've got a pretty big space in here. We've got room to grow. Um, I'd love to start hosting some events, um, and some talks and classes and workshops and, um, little pop-ups for other small businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe some little markets in here would be fun. Yeah. I'd love to just start collaborating with other people and other Mm -hmm. businesses now that it's safer to do so, you know, to bring more people in. Cause yeah, yeah, it was so hard this whole last year we were focusing on like (laughs) keeping, not keeping people out, but like limiting mm-hmm. the amount of people is that you know what I yeah, mean it was just such hard. a like different mm-hmm. mindset so now I'm totally trying to shift mm-hmm. which has not been easy to like shift into like yeah. hey we could we could plan some things like mm-hmm. things we originally thought we were gonna plan and I'm just like my head can't get around it like because mm-hmm. it I don't know it just feels like reckless so I'm like okay we're just going to come out of this whole traumatic year very slowly and um see where it takes us. Mm -hmm. And for me right now, for my own mental health, it's been helpful to not be like, okay, what's the next step? What's the next plan? Like, what are we doing next? This, 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 let's get going. Like, I'm just like, you know what? Mm -hmm. We're just going to take it day by day and like focus on being like mentally and emotionally stable first, still just taking care of our family and our community first. And Everything that comes after that will just be happy surprises. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. yeah, it is a complete shift. And I think you did such a nice job of having the pickup delivery options. Then you'd have different delivery points around the city. I remember seeing that. Yeah. And the emails, which is super nice for everybody that you kind of made it work and made it yeah. very easy. And we still deliver mm-hmm. a lot, mm-hmm. um, which is great. I'm so happy yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, obviously it was never part of our original plan, but I'm like, Mm -hmm. this is great. Like if you're just like, I need to stock up on stuff, but like I can't get out of the house Mm -hmm. or I'm busy or I'm sick or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like why not just order a bunch of bulk foods, get Mm -hmm. delivered to your doorstep. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you're, you're encouraging them to be more eco and it's an easier way to do it too. Yeah. And it's easy for people Mm -hmm. to support local businesses that they want to support. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't always get there. Um, So it's great. Yeah, we have no plans on stopping delivery or anything like that. Very cool. That's okay. good. Yeah, many options available. Mm-hmm. So what would you say are some of your top or favorite products right now in your shop? Ooh, <laughs> this is tough. Um, we have some new soaps, newer soaps from okay. Alchemia Skincare in Milwaukee. There's a coffee mm-hmm. oats one Ooh, okay. and a cacao soap. And they're Ooh. just like very dreamy soaps. I love cacao. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, like the coffee soap in the morning is awesome. Um, still loving all the snacks. I swear snacks are like half the reason (laughs) I opened this store. So I'm just like, I want to be able to snack Mm -hmm. sustainably. So Mm -hmm. yeah, (laughs) we're all the way hooked on like 
gummy worms in my house and peanut mm-hmm. butter pretzels and okay. dried mangoes, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, my new favorite products um, probably would be our cloth diaper selection. Okay. So we recently added that around Earth Day. So I've always wanted to have cloth diapers here, even though I know it doesn't apply to like everybody where they yeah. are in their life. Mm-hmm. But when I was shopping for cloth diapers, there was nowhere to go and like touch and feel and ask questions and Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, like really shop in that tactile way. You just Mm -hmm. have to kind of like trust that like this one brand will work for you and drop like several (laughs) hundred dollars. So like, I think it's great to Mm -hmm. have a place to go actually look at them and pick mm-hmm. out the patterns you want and, you know, look at different price yeah. points and different options um, and like talk to someone about it. So I'm really happy to be able to offer that option. So we have lots of different cloth diapers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Those are my favorites right now. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. So what would be your main message to listeners on how they can impact the environment or society? Yeah. Take care of yourself. Like <laughs> in whatever way you need to, like really, I just, I really do think people just need to slow down and listen to themselves and mm-hmm. stop feeling so guilty for taking care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, with social media and with everything in our ears right now, we get so caught up on like what we should be doing and it just can be so paralyzing. And yeah. I think there's something to be said for like, taking that time that you're spending like scrolling and trying to figure out like what you should be doing and just like quiet down, take a walk, be with yourself Mm -hmm. and just learn more about yourself. And when we do that, we're going to make the contribution that we're meant to make because there's really nothing that you should be doing. Like nobody knows what you should be doing. Only you know that. And the only way you're going to figure it out is if you really spend more time with yourself than you do listening to all the noise and the other people. Um, There's so much to feel guilty about right now. I feel like the more we know, we're like, Mm -hmm. we should be doing this and that and everything. And you just can't. And Mm -hmm. you're not going to be super passionate about everything, which is going to make it not stick for you. And then you're going to feel worse. So (laughs) if we just take care of ourselves first, Mm -hmm. we're going to learn the things that we really love. And we're going to make the contributions that we're meant to make in the most meaningful ways, because it's really going to come from a place of love and it's going to come from your heart. So Mm -hmm. slow down, try things, let yourself hate things, I guess. (laughs) And You'll learn what you don't like and what you do yeah, like exactly. and, and where you're really meant to be in this world. Cause we all just have a place in our own communities and, um, it takes a little time to find it and it takes real intention. Um, yeah, I think that's the place to start. I like that. So what is one eco or sustainable ritual that you do daily or weekly that you'd encourage listeners to try that you really like? Um, like I said, the one <laughs> thing for me that I it's really random, but I really like making my own veggie broth. Okay. And it's something again, that I can do with my kid that like really stuck for me. And it has become like a really cool ritual for us. Like, because from start to finish, um, you can involve your whole family and it's easy and helpful and something you use all the time. So we save our scraps in like a big Ziploc bag in the freezer 
And then when, we, when it's full, we um, make the broth. So we boil it all up with water. And then we measure it out into one cup increments. Mm -hmm. And then we um, freeze those so that we have these like little one cup pucks of broth oh, okay. in our freezer. Mm -hmm. And like, this is to say it doesn't have to be veggie broth, but it has to be something that becomes a ritual that feels really nice in your life. You know? So if you yeah. like find a thing like that, maybe it's like growing herbs on your countertop or, um, yeah, like make like DIY something, something you really like to make, or maybe it's gardening or thrifting or anything, like anything that like feels like a beautiful ritual in your life. That's the stuff to hold on to, I think. And that's what, I don't know, randomly veggie broth became for us. But <laughs> yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Something like that. I like that too. And then it's also waste-free because you're saving like the, the ends of carrots or the peeling. So that's yep. really nice. I've heard yeah. of, yeah. And it's a really easy too. one to like teach kids because they okay. get it and they see it from start to finish. And then mm -hmm. when they cook with you, when you're making um, super ramen or lasagna or whatever, mm -hmm. they're like, oh, we made this from all the celery pieces yeah, or whatever. It's and cute. it's like a really cool way to like connect your kids mm -hmm. to food even when they're really young, cause they can help, you know, yeah. like throw the carrot yeah, tops in a bag, mm -hmm. like easy. Yeah, easy, easy. perfect. Mm -hmm. Do you add any special spices to your broth or? Sometimes, a lot of times we'll add um, like some seaweed or something like that oh, nice. too. What um, kind do you like? I know there's many dulse, varieties. Like, okay, dulse, yeah, yeah. We okay. Um, we're not too picky though. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever we got, we yeah. throw in it, yeah. <laughs> I know I was in Ireland. Some bay leaves. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. good too. When I was in Ireland, I brought back some like in little jars of different types of seaweed. It's interesting. Yeah, seaweed <laughs> it's is like fun. different thicknesses and it's when it's dried, yeah. it's, it's really interesting to work with. Yeah. yeah. Or you could just take nori and, you know, crumble that yeah, up too. Yeah, for sure. Whatever from, you have. And some of them you'll mm -hmm. just take a bite and you're like, ooh, no, not that one. <laughs> yeah, some are very strong. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So what is your personal mantra or theme song that kind of gets you into a good state of mind? Ooh. Hmm. I really like the quote, do the best you can until you know better. And when you know better, do better. Um, I think it's great to like give yourself grace and be like, I really am always doing the best I can. And it's different every day. Um, just because like maybe I was doing quote unquote better yesterday at like all my goals or whatever doesn't mean I'm not doing the best I can today. Like every day is different. So yeah, I really tell myself a lot that I'm doing the best I can. And I it's like great that. when you can believe mm -hmm. it too, because we can't always believe it. Sometimes mm -hmm. we like say it, oh, I'm doing the best I can, mm -hmm. but um, it's true. So if you can yeah. tell yourself that and really believe it, it's helpful. That's great. Yeah. To give yourself grace, not be too hard on yourselves because mm -hmm. we're often our own worst critic. So hundred <laughs> percent. We like yeah. always are our own worst critic. I swear nobody mm -hmm. cares about you as much as you <laughs> care about yourself. Yeah. I think that's the case too usually. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, well, lastly, how can listeners reach you? So you can find us, um, I guess on social media on Facebook and Instagram at, at glass pantry, Milwaukee, um, our website is glasspantrymilwaukee.com. So you can shop online there or just check us out. Mm 
Um, yeah, we're in Walker's Point, the physical shop, um, 1039 South 5th Street. So we're a couple blocks south of National on 5th Street, um, right on the corner. Yeah, come see us. Check us out. Love to have you. Yeah, can do some shopping. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, everybody, uh, for listening today. And thank you so much for being my guest. It was really great chatting. Of course. Learning thank more you. About sustainability. Um, everybody have a great day.